You're listening to Music Millionaires Podcast, where we teach you the ins and outs of the music business, ways to become successful, and let you know that success in the music industry is not by chance, it's by design. I'm your host, SG1, from the Grammy Award-winning, nominated songwriting and production team, The Peacemakers, here to guide you in your journey and give you the best information as possible. So if you're looking for information that's going to truly help you get a foothold in the music industry and give you a better understanding and also give you new ways and ideas to market yourself, promote yourself, understand contract laws, things of that nature, then you have come and arrived to the right podcast. Welcome to Music Millionaires. You have to see it before you become it. We're going live in three... One. What you do to the community and, and giving back, I think that's awesome. And uh, uh, it's, uh, it's all substance. That's what I like about what you do. It's no filler. You know, you're, you're not trying to hide nothing from nobody, you know. And uh, I think you, you look after everybody as a community. Uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate and, it. Right, and uh, I really got excited because there's my guy right there, DM. DM what's going on, baby? How you Yo, doing? What up, brother? Yeah, yeah. So when I saw DM, hey, when you and when you said DM beats, I was like, man, there's the cosign. I didn't need a cosign anyway, but the cosign came. <laughs> so that's what's up. That's what's up. I, I really like and enjoy your kind. I like. I, I listen to your. Um, uh, I work at Costco in the morning. I'm a, uh, I'm a merchandiser, so it gives me an opportunity to listen to podcasts. So I listen to your podcast while I'm working, and so it gets my gets my mind going. So that when I get done with work in the morning, then I can put that that stuff that you said into action. I'm, I'm really appreciate that. Yeah. So definitely blessings to you. That's what's up. Well, I, I appreciate that because that feedback allows me not, that I'm, I'm doing something right, you know. And I take everybody's feedback for what it is, you know. So. When it all lines up and I'm hearing the same thing, it makes me know that we're on the right path. Uh, right. My whole thing is making sure that I give you guys what you need uh, right. to make sure that you, you're successful. Uh, and, and, and that's truly the key, you know. Uh, me and Ben, we have been on the podcast for quite some time. Uh, it was just that scheduling because he is a business owner, you know. And uh, one of the things is he was on podcast and I go out the way because as we are on podcast, he's on the site. You know, trying to take care of a client. Right, you know, right. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're going to get that going. Oh, yeah. Got great keys, Beats, in here, too. Great keys. What's going on, man? What's up, keys? What's hey, going on, y'all? Yeah. Okay. And you guys, please forgive me. We just hope everybody take advantage of this aspect of it. Great keys is in, so what's we got? All right. So let me ask you this: Well, I don't want to. I don't want to have to wait on everybody. And if y'all got questions, please ask and chime in. Uh, because I said I definitely want this video to be something that is useful to you guys and, and, and informative. All right, but great. Let me let me ask you this, man. As as because you said a lot that we're giving you content. Where do you find yourself happy? Issues that within your business. I mean, uh, my my issues have been um, organizing it all. I, I'm I'm 47, so I'm an old head. So like, I should have. I, I look at you and and see your progress and how you got in the business. And I'm 
I, I have that old regret that I didn't get in when you got in because I still have that, I still carry that same mentality of how the music business worked in the 80s, 90s, or I mean 90s and 2000s and you know, so on and so forth. And now you have to be like, I wanted to be somebody who made music behind the scenes. I didn't want to be in, in videos and all that. I'm not trying to be like an, a performer, you know, I wanted to help people, you know, get their music together. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you actually had answered someone's question right before we got on the Zoom, uh, when they asked about doing the single versus the, uh, the album. And you, you corrected that question by saying it's the artist, it's the brand. You have to be able to promote the brand because people are interested in 2019 and beyond. They're interested in the brand and, and the music is, is the garnish behind the brand, you know, so, so now, as I'm putting my, um, I have a couple aspects. Uh, I, I make music for artists, uh, but also I make music for television film. And then I'm like DM Beats. I also make sound kits and things for people. But I, I realized um, I was in another group, and I have to separate those items because the people who are looking for sound kits aren't looking for my music as artists because they're they're making music. Right. And, and, and that's the new norm right now. And I want I want you guys to be straight. I'm straightforward with you as 100%. Like a lot of what you see now. And then here's the thing that I want you to get. Like, so a lot of producers who came in at the right time with the beat uh, revolution and it was selling tracks and things like that, like the DJ Payne ones and Kato's and, and Curtis King and all these guys, they're making their money now solely on their previous success. All right. They're not telling you that. So they're making money off now producers. Most of their money is not being made. From artists purchasing their, their their stuff, it's being made by educating tutorials and things of that nature. However, that market still exists, and that's the thing that I want everyone to understand. Like, no matter how old you get, when it comes to tutorial, matter of fact, our age works for us. Okay, when it comes to uh, music, because you don't have to have platinum tracks or be behind Grammy uh, songs like me and my brother is to make money now. That's that's the thing that I want everybody to get. Like that diversity is what you need to have. And look at your age as not a clutch, but actually something that could be beneficial to you. Uh, let me automatically acknowledge again, uh, Great Keys is here. He got his uh, mic muted, so he's listening. And August is in here as well. I see the top of August is uh, <laughs> August. Uh, car. Yes, sir. There we go. There we go. Great Keys. Uh, I'm trying in. <laughs> That's what's up, Great. August, what's up? I appreciate you guys. How you doing, right. man? Blessings. Blessings, man. Blessing to have you family here. Yes, sir. So, um, no, great, but uh, really, there is, here's what we need to understand as musicians, okay? There will always be a need for musicians, even if you're damn making AIs that make it. There's always going to be a need for us. It is us who are old, even the younger generation, that needs to see the evolution happen. And one of the things that I want to tell people on this, the previous video I just did was the whole TikTok thing. So now what TikTok is confirming is what I said years ago and continue to try to tell people that the attention span of the children are getting shorter. The reason why TikTok is working is because they're 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds, short attention spans. Now they're taking 15 seconds and they're looping it. So now here's what my old, I think, August, you, you, how old are you, August? I'm 29. Okay, so you'll be the only one excluded from this, not because you don't know, just because where we grew up in an era where we had um, the, the most popular DJs, Melly Mel and all the rest of these guys that were doing break beats, right? Yeah. So with break beats, what was that about? That was 
Them, and and here's, here's what we got to understand, that everything that's been done will be redone again. Everything. So when you have uh, Melingal and who started it? Uh, so it took my damn tongue now. DJ, uh, starts with an F. Y'all guys help me out. Uh, um, I know, uh, not, um, not Farley. Um, out of New York. Used to hang with, um, used to hang with, uh, uh African Man Bottom Wrestling Boys. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, my tongue, but he created the breakbeat aspect. What he did was he took, um, uh, the break in all the songs and then learned how to just, that's where the whole mix and scratching comes from. Take that second, flip it, rotate it back. Take another uh, console, another uh, turntable, and then have a, a copy of the song, play that back, and then just keep making that until it became a five-minute song of the same break. Um, I'm Bell, man. However, that's what's going on with TikTok. TikTok is just an evolution of that, right? So us not understanding this, that there's only been a few artists that have been broke through TikTok. There's opportunity there. There's opportunity there because as producers, you don't have to now have an entire song for artists. Now you need to be sending out 15 seconds of the hottest part of your song. That's yeah, so I've seen, uh, I've been on TikTok, and so that Gunner song is something about, like, man, that song is, like, huge on there, man. I've been on TikTok for, like, a week, and so uh, I've noticed that everybody's just making the same video, just saying the same thing, and then there's people that's, like, uh, like single women on there, and they're doing the thing where it's like, that's my type. And it's got like all these things. And so they're just doing, everybody's doing the same song. They're just redoing it. So, I mean, if you can get, if you can get your 15 seconds in there and maybe just send your song out to those people for free and just get it to them and get them to share it. Hey, hey, August, hey, hey August, can I ask you a question? Did you start a TikTok account? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cause I have a, I have teenage daughters, one's 15, one's 13, and my, my middle daughter does a lot on TikTok. And like, to me, TikTok seems like it's going, like it's, like it's, uh, Snapchat done right. And so, I, but I want to do, I wanted to create a, uh, a TikTok account, but also I was kind of worried because I'm like, look, I ain't no pedophile. I ain't trying, you know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. you know, so I wanted to know how, how it's, it's older people on there. It's older there are, people on there too. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Cause so, I was, all I see is like, I'm like, man, so like you said, man, but the thing with Snapchat is Snapchat, you have to know the person to be able to see their stuff on TikTok. It's more of just random. It's a random feed of things right, that okay. you've watched like it. So, I mean, it's just like an algorithm of things that you've watched and. I mean, it's gonna give you things just like it. Yeah, no, yeah. She shows she shows me little videos here and there, but I I didn't catch the concept of like how how you know like what the you know to me I, I at first I was just like this is just my daughter just showing me random shit you know yeah and, <laughs> you know and then finally I was like okay wait a minute I keep hearing TikTok TikTok all the time and then like I'm like I want to get in like I didn't get in on Twitter you know yeah. it, it was around but I didn't get in the water you know yeah. and Instagram it was around. But I yeah. didn't get in the water. And now, you know, it's like that, that ship of sails. So now I'm trying to get in the water with TikTok before that ship, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Get, get into the water. Listen, and, and I get where you're at because that's the same thing happened to me. I was like, I'm not doing no TikTok. That ain't me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? However, what we do it for is research purposes. 
This is a big thing for us. If you don't think yeah. that there's white people that's watching this stuff and they're watching yeah. this, what's trendy? Matter of fact, the whole point behind me, I was pulling up this right here, right? So, you know, this is Soulja Boy song. Yeah. And they're doing older songs on there too. Yeah, yeah. So it's an old uh, Soulja Boy song. So the point that I'm making is what this does is it presents opportunity opportunities for us as producers because of one simple thing. Now we're looking at being able to take samples and then intertwine them with our music. And if for nothing else, 15 seconds, taking little things that the children are saying or things that, because everyone wants to bring the next trend about. So now as a producer, you have opportunity to say, you know what? This was said in this album. I can use this. I ain't got to worry about copyright strikes or nothing. I can upload this and then let them do their thing. What we need is the notoriety for what we're doing. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, I right. can still file that as a PRO and a placement, a placement because you're not claiming ownership of it. You just did a mix. You just did a yeah. remix of it. So there's opportunities there. And again, let me repeat, I was in the same place. Like, I don't want to be on this and there's all these children <laughs> on here. But then I saw right. adults. I saw people, you know, everyone, everyone has now taken, you know, everyone wants their five minutes. And so you have a lot of people that's on here doing just like this dude again, you know, He's he's on he's jumping on the damn trampoline. So he just wanted to be to do something silly, right? He used Soldier Boy. Yeah. So you know, right. uh, um, don't be scared to utilize the opportunities that's coming about. Like I was telling you guys, I don't know if you caught the video, Greg. Um, song clip. I wouldn't have known about song clip if it wasn't for the Harry Potter agency. Most people don't know that's opportunity. Y'all had heads up now on song clip. Song clip again is a an app that allows you to be able to basically monetize your music when people send out texts, when they do gifts, when they do all this crazy stuff and you, you're sending out music, you're able to add your music on it and they're going to pay you your, your mechanicals every time your music is accompanied by a gift or a message that was sent with a gift on it. Okay. A lot of producers don't know this. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, something else that's going on. The market now for um, finding advances in your music is available. Anyone familiar with Royalty Exchange? Oh, uh, yeah. No? Nope? Okay. So Royalty Exchange has been around for a while. They only pretty much contacted ma major producers like ourselves. So for years now, before they even got on the internet, they would come to us and say, hey, you guys are listed as the writers for Sean Kingston's Beautiful Girl. There are um, investors who want to purchase a limited amount of rights to that song for a, long, for a certain period of time. What they will do is they will buy your publishing or your PRO from you, whatever you're willing to sell for an undisclosed amount. So, for example, $100,000. They say, hey, we're going to give you $100,000 for the rights to your portion of that song for the next six or seven years. And then what will happen is they will collect the royalties off of that and try to get the return off of that investment. Once that term and contract was up, then they, they, the royalties returned back. So royalty exchange is something they don't make readily available to all artists, and they don't allow just anybody to invest. However, there's a company now that came out that understood what royalty exchange is doing and contacted me, and now they're going to do that for indie artists. Do you understand what's going to happen when indie artists find out about that? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So indie artists will be able to take their projects 
put them online, say, hey, I want $25 for it, $100, $200, and an investor will be able to go in, give them what they want, and then take the rights to that music and monetize it for whatever the length amount of time is. I'm going to give you guys the... Uh, oh, they become their own music supervisors, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly, because they're, because they're treating it now, they're treating music now like stocks, and they're like, okay... Yeah, but it's a safer it's a safer bet because now they have control they have control over the stock. Like if you buy some IBM stock at fifteen dollars, you don't control whether it goes up, down, left, right, or whatever. But if you buy this artist's little piece of song seven years, now you can control how much, you know, uh whether it is sold to a movie for a thousand dollars or sold to Chris Brown, you know, in his camp for $10,000, you know, but you still bought in at, you know, $100, $200. And a lot of, a lot of music is going to start, excuse me, it's going to be the new stock market. That's how they're treating their money now because it's a safer, it's a safer, um, investment and it's an investment that they can control in more than one avenue. I mean, stock market is just stock market. You can either buy the stock in, in at stock exchange, that's it. But a piece of music can be um, purchased and then utilized in so many different areas that you're making that stock work for you. And that's why they're going through all these people's old catalogs and saying, hey, I want to buy into your catalog. And then they start to pitch it out. And like DMB said, people are becoming their own uh, music supervisors. At that point. And then here's the example right here when you look at it. This is World's Exchange. And I know Brady, I know. Great keys you're driving, so I know you're, you're limited in what you can watch right now, brother. But this is World Exchange, and you could find music being sold by Beyonce, Jay Z, all of the mainstream artists. They're either selling their publishing or they're selling their uh, mechanicals. They're selling something. Look at this: Cardi B's Bodak Yellow, eighty-three thousand dollars. See that? Wow. Collect <laughs> Who knows this? This is what I've been telling y'all, man. It's a whole nother business out here that can be ran. And if you're heads up on it, you make money. And again, they're not just allowing anybody to invest. You obviously look at this. You gotta have eighty-four thousand dollars to get this. Yeah. So you know someone with money is 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 bought that price there. Right. Look how many bids they got. Four bids. Mm, royalty market, huh? And here's a, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't know, um, August, you might not know, uh, heard of the song, but there's a song called Short Dick Man. It came out in uh, the late 90s. Yeah, it came out in the uh, mid-90s. Well, a buddy of mine wrote that song. Uh, he's from Chicago. And so... Uh, he was telling me about how the song came about, so on and so forth. But he would say that, uh, and I met him in 2002, so I didn't even know him when he wrote the song. He was gaining royalties off of that song because uh, different show, like HBO had this show about sex or something, and they played a snippet of that song almost on every episode. So even though the song wasn't on the radio anymore, he said he still was making... Uh, at least six figures a year from that song being played. And, and they, they, when they send you your royalty sheet, they'll show you who played it and what. Because a lot of times he didn't even know it was being used. But they'll send him a, a sheet that says, all right, it was used in this movie or that movie or whatever. 
and little by little. So it kept making more and more money for him every quarter. And I don't think he's made a song, and I can't tell you when, but he still probably makes at least uh, $50,000, $60,000, if not more, a year from a song that he made um, uh, 20, 20 years ago. You know? And because that's what music does. See, this is what I was trying to tell everybody. When you have a hit song, you, and why I kept saying to you guys, it's your, um, your retirement plan. A hit song has, look at the Beatles. <laughs> look at Michael Jackson. Look at Elvis. Music that is in perpetuity always be valuable. So whoever owns the publishing on that or, you know, the, the copyrights to that will always be making money because here's what they do. Every time uh, the, the sales drop down or the royalties drop down, just what they have. There's a major campaign where about a million dollars is invested, and there's Buy the Best in the Beatles collection. We're going to include in this particular version of that sound sample and sound uh, album unheard tracks by the Beatles that was never put out. So now the person who purchased it, this, the last collector's item 20 years ago, is buying it, and now 20 years later, with a unheard track that didn't, oh, well, I got to have that. How much is it? $99. Wow. wow. You get what I'm saying? So the music will always have value. In this particular situation, they are literally selling. Look at this. I, I want you guys to really pay attention to this because this is so important to where you're going as a producer and what you can make. Starting bid was $72,000. Bidding increments at $4,100. End date September 17th, which is tomorrow. The dollar age is $1.90 for years. Last year, royalties was $30,144 off of this song that's now no longer even relevant. However, the, the uh, performing rights royalties came out to be $30,000. You will have an investment term of the life of the author plus 70 years. That means when you buy it, you're getting it for however long they live in plus another 70 years that they're dead. Wow. Worldwide, from the, your, your rights include the songwriter version of these trainings. Whoever holds the rights to her songwriter uh, 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 performing rights, which could be her. And it's two songs that they're selling. Mm -hmm. Right? They're not giving you copyrights. They're only giving you pu uh, public performance rights. They're only giving you internet streaming, AM, FM, satellite, radio, commercial performance, etc. And it's going to be distributed directly from BMI. Opportunity. Get me? Right. That's, like, That's a great opportunity right there. If you look at it, it's like buying yourself into a song, you know, like, or like, if, it's almost like buying yourself into the, the NBA championship team, you know, at game seven on the fourth quarter and the team is up by 15 points. You know what I mean? Like you, you are buying in automatic because when you, when they, when they give you the lifetime plus 70 years, it almost makes you one of the creators of the song because if there's, you know, however the last person li lives, that's what co that it's weird. It says that, that you don't get copyright, but it gives you copyright rights, which I don't understand how that how that works because the ownership. because they're giving you the, the ownership, but at, like like a, like the copyright is written, but well, you're not. The, the reason why they can't give it to you because then you will control the copyright meaning that now you control all the licensing. He who controls the copyright controls the licensing. Right, okay. You you be able to show it. Now, but what's the, the upside? Behind what's the upside years. for Cardi B? 
What's the upside for Cardi B? They get eighty four thousand today, and then somebody owns the performing rights to her song for her life plus seventy years. Like, what's the upside, the upside? for her is the upside for her is like getting okay. So if you look back at what I, I showed you, the last quarter they collected thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that is probably because I don't have the, the numbers. That is probably twenty to thirty to forty percent lower than what she collected. Last quarter, last okay. quarter she might have collected seventy or eighty thousand dollars, right? I.e., why they started at seventy-two thousand dollars. Okay. You get me? So now what she gets is she figures in the next, in order for a person to recoup their money, she's gonna have every three months where she make eighty thousand dollars, basically in a nutshell. I mean, not yeah. three quarters. So from a year and a half now, she would make that eighty thousand dollars. However. She's not losing anything because she still has all the mechanics. Yeah, yeah. All the syncs. The music, everything she's giving up is just streaming. Okay. You get me? She's giving yeah. up the streaming aspect of it from you know, satellite radio and all those things. So for her, I'm still making not money. Not that. Yeah. Of it, and I'm still going to make money from when I perform it. I'm going to make money off any TV shows, all the things that I did not give up. Yeah. Well, plus she gives money bag. She gives money bag because it's it's uh, piggybacked onto Bodak Yellow. So it, she's giving it life by picking it back. You know, so like maybe money bag is not popular, but it's making money. She's making money off of money bag from the cell. Um, yeah, it's, so, uh, in, in conjunction. So now here, here's the thing that is very important for us to understand. What happens when you do that? That's the one who obviously has the money and finances to buy it, what does that do for them? The person who's investing in this is going to start some kind of marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I want to make my money back as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right? So that works for him and her still because we don't know what she has on the back end when it comes to publishing. And let's do one better. Let me look at this real quick. She is not giving up all of the performing royalties. This is only a portion of the performance royalties. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So if I have a vested interest, if I'm $84,000 into this project, I'm going to market and help generate that money because I want my money back. But yeah. I don't have nothing to lose because I'm going to get money from this from the life of the song. Yeah. Okay. So the upside for her is She's 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 making an addition almost a hundred thousand dollars on it. That's what they that's what they would hope happen. Yeah, I hope you know I can make a quick my my streaming royalties real quick and and one bidding uh, session that I wouldn't normally probably get for another two years. And yeah. At the last twelve, okay, matter of fact, let's do this. The last twelve month royalties was thirty thousand dollars. So if she can get a hundred thousand dollars out of this. She's basically saying at where it was going at thirty thousand dollars for the last year. I'm making all of that, I'm making my next four years royalties up front for that. Mm-hmm. Next so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, but this is, this is the future of where things are going. Yeah. This is where things are going. Oh, definitely. And it makes, and like you said, it makes that person active and it's almost like buying a music supervisor because now that person 
has incentive to to make that money grow, to get his money back. So he's going to try to put it in anywhere and you know everywhere possible. So she'll get that kickback. Excuse me. <clears throat> when uh, he's oh hey the person that bought my song last time from my royalty exchange, I see he's been busy because now that song has been picking up some steam. You know, so it's a very interesting. Uh, yeah. It's a very interesting barter system, you know. Well, not barter, but exchange. Like, literally, I guess exchange. You know, you're exchanging. She's exchanging short-term money or long-term money for someone else's short-term money, and then and then exchange. That person is going to give uh, long-term um, a long-term commitment into generating income for her for. The the short term buy in of the eighty thousand dollars. So now the question for us: With uh, a company merging that's going to be doing this with indie artists, how is that beneficial to us? Let's go back again. I talked about referral aspect of it, and I also talked about the investment aspect of it, which behooves you as a producer, as an artist, to find an artist, or if you're not already an artist, to utilize a service like this because. What happens when someone buys rights to your song? They have a vested interest in it. Yeah. When they have a vested interest in it, you are forcing them to promote it. That's why this is going to be something crazy. You just have to have, the artists just have to have everything in place that makes that person say, I'll support this. The cheaper the buy-in, the better for the artist, of course. But now I have someone that's promoting with me. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why this is going to be revolutionary because, as you see, they only made it available to main, uh, main, main artists, and they only made it where they basically force you to spend a lot of money to get involved. However, they're also guaranteeing your 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 money. You're going to get your money. You just may not yeah. get back as fast as you want, depending yeah. on what you put into it to bring that money back. Right. Right. And just think, that's just one song. Imagine if you're able to do multiple songs like that. Right. Right. That's the key. That's the key, real key. Now, Green, you you over there listening, man. I know you're driving, and I don't know where you're driving to. You got any questions, man? You got anything you want to add to that? Uh, man, I would just say there is a game being played. We just have no ideas going on. I, I really... I'm just soaking in the information and really appreciate you sharing this with me. Oh, no problem. Sir. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank, uh, I, I saw you driving. I was like, I know you got to have something listening. I, I know you're treating it like a podcast right now, but. <laughs> uh, I want to offer out uh, something. So when I made my website, uh, I didn't want to use the, um, the BeatStars type player. Um, because everybody was doing it. And then so like, <clears throat> and, um, I, I make, people always ask me what kind of music I make. And I tell them I make rent music and they go, what's rent music? And I go, whatever pays the rent, I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got that right. I, that right. So <laughs> I don't, I don't want you to think that I just do one thing. You know, I mean, and like, you know, I don't try to like thin myself out too much. But I, I feel like I can, you know what I mean? Because back then, you, you know, uh, for August for us, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, people called on Quincy Jones for all kinds of tracks. They called him for rock tracks, classical tracks, 
you know, and he worked on all kinds of things. And, that we, and we all grew up on the radio state. We grew up with radio stations that played all the same, all, all music on the same station. You know, there might have been four stations, but they played everything. You know, they yeah. played rock, rock and so on and so forth. So, so we were developed under, uh, we were developed under a system where, you know, you heard the Rolling Stones and then you heard the OJs, you know, so on and so forth. So, I mean, that's where we got a lot of our, our styles from, um, early on. I mean, it's just like, this is how it was. So, uh, well, like, what I noticed about the B-Stars player is the blessing and the curse. The blessing is immediately recognize it, but the curse for me was if I'm making tracks that are more like smooth jazz or urban, that beat player doesn't work for me because people aren't looking for that. When But as soon as they see that, they go, they're thinking, oh, hey, instantly, you know, trap and hip-hop, so, so to speak. So what you're saying basically is that beat stars for you at, at, at where your niche is or your genre of music is isn't viable for you because of the uh, clients, the, the type of clients that they bring. The, the, the visual and also like, like don't get me wrong, I make I do make hip hop and urban tracks, but then there's other tracks that I wanted to make for like uh like for other things like for maybe like a doctor's office or insurance or commercial or whatever, then they might not be looking for that. But I mean, because I'm a guitar player, and bass player too. Um, but you can tailor it, Greg, to your to your liking. You know, it's just a matter on just yeah. the SEO that you use to direct traffic. Your yeah. website, not yes, the B-Star site, but your own domain. My own domain. So here's what I did. So when I made, so I made my, um, I'm in the process of finishing up my website. I found this place called Harvest Media, HarvestMedia.net. Uh, what I like about it is that they have various music players that you can do, that you can use from them and develop. Oh, I, need, I should have put that in the chat. Um, also, I got one for you too. You might be familiar with. I might have heard. It's called Music Maker. They also I have, no, I have music. Yeah, I did. I, okay. So I did mine with Music Maker, but then again, it has that same. I like because because uh, Curtis Kings is like that, and uh, and so. I wanted to be, cause here's what it is. I got into the game late and I didn't want to, I'm not reinventing the wheel, but I'm trying to put some rims on it. You know what I mean? And that's, cause that's pretty much how, it, how the music game is. It's like, you're not, you know, you're coming in late, so you gotta put something on there that's shiny that makes people turn and go, hey, I like that, you know? So what this Harvest Media does, they make several, and the first, uh, and there's, there's a, they have different levels of media players. The first one is free up until like three or four hundred songs, and then they start charging you, you know, based on your catalog size. But so, uh, so check this out, August. For example, say you had a song and it was called uh, "Fat Ferrari," and the song was three minutes long. Well, then underneath that song, you can make as many versions. You can chop that song up into little versions, so you can do "Fat Ferrari." with just the drums, Fat Ferrari with just the bass, Fat Ferrari with bass and drums. And, and so then you could sell them because sometimes, like say uh, Empire wanted, they liked the song, but they didn't need the whole song. They only wanted 30 yeah. You could sell that 30 seconds of just the, the bass and the drums and they could buy just that swatch of it because then you're giving away, if you sell them the whole song for three minutes, the three-minute songs, 
you're giving them an extra two minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. They don't need. So, so this Harvest Media allows you to make um, different versions of your songs. Different alt mixes. Alt mixes, correct. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't, yes. You make different alt mixes and have them listed right there. And you can like expand it. I mean, check it, check that site out. It's yeah, yeah. amazing that, cause then like, to me, it helped organize things a whole lot better. So then I could, I could sell to other people and not just to one. Uh, oh, dot, uh, dot net, not dot, uh, not dot com, dot net, dot net. Okay. And then, um, and then when you get to, when you get into Harvest Media, then go to, uh, go to platform. Click on, yeah, click on platform. And then when you click on platform, um, go to the very bottom and it'll show you, and then you can click on, um, you can click on one of the clients that they currently use. Now this, now Harvest Media is based out of New Zealand. So, but there's people in the U.S. that are using it. Uh, also, people in the in the, in the U.K. or whatever. Uh, but yeah, all the way at the very bottom, there'll be uh, yeah. So click on uh, any of those, like um, Beats Bakery or all all music or Five Alarm. So then, uh, I think you click on like click on the musical note. Or click on the record on the left-hand side underneath the house. Uh, hold on, let me... Um, what tab are you in? I'm on the site now. So uh, go, to, uh, go to platform, and then, uh, and then go to the very bottom. And actually, uh, hey, SD, can you go to... Uh, instead of bakery, uh, Beats Bakery, can you go back and go to... Um, Five alarm music. First, the uh, first one. The first one, correct. Okay. Oh, it's music. Okay. So then, click on. Um, uh, I think you can click on search our catalog or. Um, and so then this, and to me, <clears throat> excuse me, this will help us. Uh, no, okay, which one did you click on, SG? Was it? Oh, we got sign in. Oh, go, oh, go to music instead. Go to music instead. Uh, my apologies. Uh, music. Uh, okay. So then they have it divided up in these, in and they have, there's divided up into these different libraries. Um, and, and then when you click on one of those, then it has, I mean, because supposedly they're the largest, uh, they're the largest music uh, provider of uh, artist music um, out there. Uh, hold on. Let me get to the one. Uh, thank you for taking the time to take a look at this. Because I really think, I really think people, it's kind of like, to me, the the music maker and the beat stars thing has run its course, and I really think that there's um, oh Ninja uh, go uh, SG go back up uh, Ninja uh, Ninja Two that's the one you need to see Ninja Two. All right, so then click on uh, the musical note. 
And then, shit, where is it? Uh, uh, hit the back button, please. Uh, go to uh, artists. All right, now click on any one of those artists. Uh, where is it? Hold on, let me. Uh, okay, uh, here I'm gonna get there right now, and then uh, let's see. Ninja Tune. Ninja. All right, Ninja Tune Productions. Um, oh, so I'm sorry. Does it say where? Uh, are you on? When it says, let's see. Um, go up into the URL and type in uh, after Ninja Tune. Type in the word Productions. Uh, let me actually here. I'll put it in the link. I'm still trying to go on the Zoom with my computer. I don't know what's okay. So uh, actually, go ahead and click that link I just sent you. And I'm sorry, it seems like to run around, but I'm telling you, this is this will, this will be weird. Okay, so so now uh, you scroll down a little bit, and then uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, so click. I'm sorry, click the word tracks, and then we'll be there. Go up to the top, click the word tracks. Yes. Okay. So then now on number one, click uh, where it says one, two, three, and it says nine versions. Click that down. Uh, the, yeah. So check that out. So the song originally is two minutes, 39 seconds. But they have divided that sucker up. To, you know, And so then you can, and then like you know, it has the info on the side and, and how to and how to buy out and you download. Yeah, that seems like something for a Toyota commercial, like yeah. a Toyota commercial right. or something. Exactly. So, so, so what they basically did was they took the, a two minute song and broke it down in chapters. Right, right, and then, and so then like and then they, they they have the different singers. You know, seven seconds. There's seven seconds of the song that can that somebody might buy. And that's all that somebody might want. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to show this to people because I think this is where we need to gravitate to as far as like making our our music work more for us than just because um I was listening to um uh, the six figure home studio podcast. Uh it's a real good podcast. These guys, um one guy's in Nashville, one guy's in Columbus, Ohio. And they said that uh Spotify pays out a streaming royalty for for thirty seconds of music. Right. So, so so everything after that is is nothing. So there's a group that actually uh, there's a group of white kids who created uh, a, an album of silence. Yeah, I heard and, about that. And, and they told and they told their fans they told their fans to play this album yeah. while they were sleeping and 
for this 30 seconds of silence. These, these cats made $21,000 on you know, and I mean, eventually Spotify figured that out, but still it's crazy to think that you make a, you, you don't make a seven minute song nowadays because the other six minutes and 30 seconds of the song aren't really getting you any money because you already got paid for that first 30, they paid you for your first 30 seconds. You know, you want somebody to get to 30 seconds, but after that, it's all a wash at that point. Now, what, what demographic uh, would this be marketed to? Because I, I hear what you're saying. You, it, here's what it is. You can create, the nice thing about this is you can create this for everybody, even even including the people who normally go to B-Stars or whatever, because it does two things. It One, it changes the visual. Because to me, humans, we are like, Pavlov's dog. They always go to the same, you know, if you go to Pizza Hut, you know, you're just going to Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut, and you know Pizza Hut's the same thing. But if you say, you know, Pizza House or, or how, I mean, change it. People still are making pizza left and right all day long. But you have to change the mentality of how somebody sees it because if the top 10 people in Beat Stars are the only ones really generating any income because they, you know, they, the, they paid in or whatever, there's still thousands of people in B stars who are making tracks, but nobody's seeing them. They only listening to them for no uh, a, a minimum of maybe not ten seconds, but maximum of thirty seconds. Right. Nobody's going. No, nobody's going in. Versus when you send somebody to your website, don't send them back to the visual that's B stars. You keep them on your website and keep them going through your music because. Your music player, and that, that music player is just one of several. You don't have to do it that way. There's all kinds of ones that they have. My thing is, again, you know, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just putting rims on it, whether it's spinners or what have you, but you're just making people see and stay at your site, you know, so that you can generate uh, interest in your artist or yourself if you're the artist. And that's where I think we should, you know, especially when you make your own page. It doesn't kind of like, uh, Beat stars is page A, your page B, but then you send people back to page A, and then well, you're defeating the purpose of bringing people to your site if all you're doing is sending them back, them back to Beat Stars. Right. Right. And, and I agree 100 with you because I've told all of you from since I started this, like it doesn't make sense. And here's the thing: firstly, you're needing a haystack. You know what I'm saying? And and one of the things that I charge Beat Stars and with platforms like them is. Once you reach a certain platform, when do you start reinvesting in your system that now gives the artist or producer more of a chance? Because we understand one simple thing. When you are featuring producers, everyone has this, I don't have time to put for type of position. It's one of two things that happen with, with artists and producers. I mean, excuse me, musicians. If I've heard this beat and uh, everybody has used this on their mixtape, that's one thing. I want to use that. However, if I'm new to a platform and I get there and you say to me that DJ Payne won and Kato's the beat, it has the best musical, Curtis King has the best music, guess what I mean? Right. It's just so what that does is that doesn't allow you opportunity to grow and progress. So what I'm saying is these stars need to look at the money that they're making and in their platform, one or two things, reward producers who bring traffic to their website and in return, treat it like Spotify and say, hey, here's producers we suggest. They're not necessarily making the most beats sales, but they're doing marketing. These should be rewards and 
What this does is then is it changes the impact of all the things that's going to say producers who you know have interest because they're doing YouTube videos and all those shit. Now aren't they bring that highlight, they're just all right, you know, that we deal with, but there's other artists as well. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. as it stands right now, BeatStars isn't doing that. And they're not doing that because their platform isn't a platform where we acquire clients, which is your musicians and artists that's looking for music. That's just happening. The producers are bringing them to the, to the platform for the players. Our platform is about grabbing those who are in trust to use our platform and we get a percentage off of what they sell. That's where their money, their money is off of you guys. But if they shift their focus as uh, audio jungle does, or audio jungle, they go and they look for clients. So what they do is you're looking for web templates, you're looking for lower servers, you're looking for uh, royalty-free videos or stuff that you can use in your YouTube video. We're the place. Oh, by the way, we also have royalty-free music. They are bringing clients to their website for all those things and saying, hey, don't forget, Music is a part of what you need to make this right if you have that as well. These stars is exactly that. They're only marketed to you guys to get y'all to pay that, that monthly. Right, because artists, money cause, cause, right. Cause most, most artists aren't going to beat stars to look for beats. Exactly. It's just, it's, it's, it, <clears throat> excuse me, it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, you're putting all the same fish in, in an aquarium, but nobody's coming to, you know, other fish, the, the fish you're trying to attract aren't happening because it's, it's a wall, you know. But if you put on your website a music player that A, looks different, and then B, um, offers other options that the other one didn't, you are attracting more traffic and you can offer different things. So, like, for example, you can still offer stuff to, to the um, – to the – to the urban crowd, to the most grimiest urban crowd. Yeah, I mean, I can offer it to my my dope smoking cousins on one level, but I can still offer it to uh, I still offer it to to Mercedes and uh, Mercedes and, and Kroger and, and and IBM and all that other bullshit because they can it's sectioned out by genre by mood, you know, and and then the snippets because then they, if they say, hey, look, I only need I only need fifteen seconds. Uh, of an urban track, and then you can charge them, you know, X amount of dollars. That way, you're not you're not selling a beat for, you know, like all these people are doing, like buy one beat, get three beats free, and all that. You don't have to do that. You can go ahead and say, hey, look, you can buy this little snippet right here, you know, and and then because what it is is your portfolio, and once you start making it on your portfolio, you can say, okay, uh, Quaker Oats bought bought something, uh, uh, Coca Cola bought something. You know, Nike bought into something, and that's where your money is because your advertising pays better and pays quicker. And then also, your advertising not only does that. If Coca Cola takes a chance on you, then people will go, "Well, hell, Coca Cola bought uh, bought ten seconds of something from him. Let's go through here and look." You know, versus everybody else is just sitting there thinking. Like, for example, you don't want to put all these pictures of like um, J Cole, Travis Scott. You know. Um, a little Nas X, you know, that pigeonholes you into this is all you do. And then you do more than that. Plus, people can take those songs and do anything. If you take away that picture, that that opens up that song to so many other people on so many different But if you put the picture up, if you put the picture up, we have to start looking at though, right? Because 
like great so but I hear everything you're saying. The 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 whole aspect of platforms right now and the evolution of everything is you got guys like myself, right, who get it. And what I mean by I get I get one thing. I'm in the music industry, I know what I know, I've done what I've done, and I understand one simple thing. But God is where we are. But God is where we are with us being one stop shop. Right. Again, instead of Dre and, 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 and Aftermath and Interscope having to go and find a songwriter on top of this beat that we like and then find a mixing engineer and then find, okay, so when we got the makers, we got producers, we got songwriters, we got mixers, they can engineer, they can vocal coach, they can reference, they can do all of that. This is where everything needs to focus on. So my understanding of that is what I'm saying. What companies like Restart, Restart is no different than, let me do this this way. Stars is no different than Peaceful. All right? So we got into a point where they offer a service. Here's Peaceful Kid. With Peaceful Kid, you can upload your music. Right? Yeah. You can look at your music that you have available. That's an upcoming platform. They, can they tell you where your music is. Here's what they got me. We will distribute your royalties to the people involved. That was a game changer. Good, great. So they're not just distributing; they're also sending you your uh, uh, they're sending you royalties to the people that matter, right? But here's your statistics. This is what you get when it comes to your sales for B-Star. Just that simple, right? Your bank tells you how much you need and how much you've withdrawn. Well, it tells you how much you've withdrawn. You have to go over here and now do a referral program and see how much you made. And things of nature. It, within, its, within its original concept, it was great. Where Distro Kid is now lacking is, they haven't changed anything. The only thing that they've done is add Spotify, or Spotify bought them out, and now they've added the priority aspect of it for them, for who they are. But other than any other services, they're charging you for everything else. They're charging you for uh, lifetime access, putting your music online, lifetime. They're charging you for the YouTube content ID. They're charging you for a vault free unlimited backup of your music. But all that stuff should come naturally with any record label or any distribution platform. Whereas what we're doing here, which is why I, I'm very, I'm just, I'm not talking into everybody. What we've done is teamed up with companies who can give us all that. We're talking about all the analytics that you need, all the distribution uh, of places that you need, places that you can't get your music at, um, YouTube all intermingled with it, being able to uh, stream, I apologize, stream where you want. Also, we're, getting, we're implementing publishing, neighboring rights, and a whole ton of other stuff, short links, X, Y, Z. So when people go into their platform, in comparison to this, this shit here, because this is what BeatStars offer. They offer you a simplistic streaming platform, well, a place that you can bring people to. Again, I'm charging you for something, but I'm not giving you nothing in return. If I wanted to charge people for this, this is what they're going to get. Instantly, when you go here, you see where your music is loaded, where you're getting your most streams from, right? And this is your last uh, uh, period. What countries? See, Distro Kid again, they're not doing this. So when you offer a service, the reason why I'm showing you this, when you're offering services, people want more bang for the buck. 
the evolution will be going somewhere, and I don't have to go nowhere. I get everything I need right here with this distribution company or this uh, uh, beat platform. And let me show you what I'm talking about. So they can go in here, they upload their music and distribute their music with us. Not only do you get a playlist as a producer, you get all your catalog information, you get everything here, you get uh, uh, your timeline, your charts, playlist, tracking, how many streams. Nice. Claim the YouTube video. So any videos is on YouTube. It tells you how many videos was claimed on YouTube. As you see here, one here, two here. You can click on that, see where the videos are located. Nice. You can short the link. You can get a short link so that your your, your fans can uh, choose where they want to listen to your music at. We're gonna we're gonna do one better now. Watch this. I can then. How do I want to do this? I'm trying to do this the right way. I create a PDF version of what I want so that if I need to send it over to my performing rights organization, I can send over a PDF or copy everything that I need. And let's go back. Within my track list, I get a track list that I can play and share. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. the evolution of distribution has to change no different than BeatStar. The evolution of streaming platforms has to change because People have to go in multiple places to get these things done versus having a single platform that I can get all that done. So even if I want to break down a singer, that's a great idea and concept. You know what I'm going to do with my developers? Say, hey, how do we provide something where they want to send their music over to a singing platform or a sync platform and they want to provide 30 seconds or breakdowns of the song? How can we do that and implement that within our system so that they can send this music over and, and, and also provide the metadata, which you see right here, this is all metadata. EAN, which is your UPC code, IRC code, everything that's needed, and simply send that over and their, their distribution platform acts as a one-stop shop for all things they need, inclusive to taking an embed code and putting it into a store and then allowing someone to download it or stream it and get paid. That's where beat stars need to go. And until somebody come up with that shit, like, do it, it's going to keep us as producers hopping from one thing to the next thing. Right. And you're not, and you're not generating it. <clears throat> to me, it's, it's, I think it's a farce for you to pay somebody some money, but you got to still go look for artists. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, why am I paying you this money monthly? But I still got to go find somebody to come to listen to my music, right. and I can bring them to my website for free, you know. Uh, and you're paying for a limited service. You're paying for a very limited service. And that's why I'm 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 trying to offer out things like I was a music business major, and so I'm I'm trying to first of all anybody I talk to I try to add value. I want I want to give somebody some kind of value and say, hey, look, run with it, you know, please do whatever you need to do with this, you know. And so that we can all grow as individuals, but also grow as a community. Because I think part of this, a big part of this is, is that people that look like us are running things like, like this for us, you know, or, or, or I call it the Tiger Wood syndrome. Tiger don't want, Tiger didn't want nobody else black playing with him because Tiger was Tiger. You know, nobody else, he didn't want the competition. And so they love Tiger Woods to death. But and the, now the downfall with that was the tiger was once tiger started screwing up, then they treated tiger like uh -huh. like he was a caddy, you know. And so it's like, 
okay, hey, you rise and fall with that. You know, if you don't bring people with you when they go to, you know, when they go to lynch you, you know, you ain't got no troops to go along with that. You know what I mean? So well, like, well, see, but see, that's Tiger's, and then let's use Tiger as an example. Tiger's example in human, the human people as a whole is not one of we're not going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. It's correct. how much do you bring to the table when your mistake happens that people find value. All Tiger Woods is is a golf player. That's as far as his goal. What do you know Tiger outside of golf? Well, messing with women. You know why? So all he's going to focus on is his sports career and his private life. When you add, because it all goes to the same thing. When you add, if Tiger had done more things and added more things, which I'm going to the correlation to Kevin again, when you add more things, because you talked about bringing value to the table, then you don't give people opportunity to say, well, I'm paying my money, these little kids, these stars, and there is other companies who's doing more for my money and earning my money than you are. It goes back to the same thing with what we're doing, Again, which is why, what I, why I'm showing you this, that a lot of people don't know. A lot of people heard me, but they didn't hear it. We're selective about who we work with because we want to make sure that, for me, it's the analytics. It's finding out where people are marketing, what they're doing, finding out how hard these producers and artists are going to work their music. They have a platform. We share a portion of it. We have a vested interest in your royalties and streams. Because first and foremost, I can tell you, at 13 million uh, streams that we did uh, a couple of months ago, that was only $12,000 amongst all the record labels. So it's not streaming, but we're not making money on that. But the analytics and the services is what we're looking at. How do we charge for services we offer? And when we decide to charge, what's the value of what we're charging in comparison to what they're using? So when you're dealing with companies like BeatStars, you have to realize, again, you're looking at they did a great marketing campaign. They, they have your attention. They got you. But what do all things that go viral have in common? Everyone's doing the same thing. Right. Right? So people follow on when it comes to the whole Popeye chicken thing. Not that it's a great goddamn sandwich, <laughs> but damn, everybody wants to taste the goddamn sandwich to see how yeah. it works. Right. Well, right? you know, so, the marketing on that is brilliant because here's what it is. If somebody instantly came to you and said, hey, you can come have a piece of chicken from us, but you got to bring your own bread, you would cuss them out and like, wait a minute, how how am I going to pay you, you know, $6 for a sandwich and you telling me I got to bring my own bread? But they worked this out. Now they got people coming to the, to the Popeye's and bringing your own bread to the – that's balls. But the reason why it's not balls is because they – they prepped people up. They did the roller coaster thing. They set people up, and people now people are waiting in line like they had Six Flags or Great America, you know, with bread in hand to get that damn put a piece of chicken in between it. It's like wow. But it's smart. It's smart because here's what we're saying: we're saving money because we don't have to provide the bread now. We're just giving you the damn meat, but we're, we're charging the same price. Right. Right. right, and it's, uh, people ate that up. So, to you, real quick, uh, SG, and then I got to run and grab my kids from school. But uh, first of all, gentlemen, thank you for letting me come in here. And I'll tell you this about me: I run my mouth. DM, DMBs, break and go, break and go. He knows I, I, I yeah, I, I'm a, you know, I'm not a rapper, but I can flow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though. It's all positive and all value. I appreciate you on that. That's so, right. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate what you brought to the table. So, uh, so, us about that as well. So check this out. What if you reinvented the 360 deal? 
Because that's what you're pretty much doing, but you're giving better value within the 360. Because that's what happened. A lot of 360 deals, they a 360 deal doesn't have to be a bad deal if there if there's a value in it, you know. And like, but most of these 360 deals just don't have value in it. What you're showing by showing all the the analytics and uh, and the opportunities within it, somebody could go, okay, hey, look, I could give peacemakers five to seven percent of everything that I do because I can see where they're generating everything for me or so on and so forth uh, throughout my career. So, so this to me looks like what a 360 deal should be because like you said, it should be a one-stop shop. I wanted to like my, my goal was to develop artists where, um, I helped you become a good artist, and then, like, if Sony came along and wanted to buy you out, I don't want to do all that that extra stage and other bullshit to go along with it. If you wanted to leave, you could, but when you left, you gave us three percent of everything you did. That was the buyout. Three percent of everything you did from now, from you know, so whatever you do with Sony, you know, we get, you know, and I'm not trying to take a whole bunch of money out of it. I just need enough to take care of what I'm trying to do. But then that way. You still go on, and I can still develop my artists. But if you wanted to stay, the more you stay, the, the better money and the better right. services you, you got because we stay. took you know you stayed here. Right. You know, and I think yeah, that's, the model the model that the, the the music industry has always followed has been the bait and hook. So the bait is we blow ourselves up, we make ourselves at the coat and pepper of the music industry, right? You want to be a part of that. So then what we do is, hey, we see you have this following, because I'm talking about modern music now. We see you have this following, but we're going to apply and make applicable old school music standards, which says, basically, we're going to give you this loan up front. We're going to believe in you. We're going to give you all the money you want up front that you're responsible. Here's here the advance on your music. In return, though, in return, we're going to take 85% of what you made, along with recouping stuff at an inflated rate which is our cost to you as the artist to verify and justify uh, 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 why we're still getting more money than you. Because again, we gave you money up front. So that was our our um, chance. We took that chance with you, right, by giving you this money up front. So now we have to make our money back times 10, which is no different than a, a mortgage uh, payment on your house. So- Interest, yeah. Yeah, it's Except for you own the house so after interest times ten, okay? So Got that right, August. Then what they do is they say, by the time we're done, because we spent money on your tours, we spent money on your merchandise, we spent money on all this, and yes, you only signed a five-year contract. Yes, we did make that money back uh, that we initially gave you for that upfront advance. However, when it, when we add up the merchandise and when we add up the cost of CDs at that time, which they still makes applicable and applicable, excuse me to digital goods. They're still running that game on you where you have breakage when it comes to digital goods, which you have none because it's virtual. But they're still Martin. running that. Oh, we got to make our money back from breakage. We got to make our money back from merchandising. We got to make our money from promotion and marketing. All things that we covered and paid for. So oh, now, instead of, travel expense. now, instead of you coming and you're being in the black, you're in the red because you owe us $450,000. <laughs> For everything that we did, okay, here's the deal. You either pay us that now or we can continue this venture another five years under the same terms and repeat this cycle. 
over and over again. And that's what happens becomes this loop that keeps you caught up in a situation you can't win because we're inflating the cost and the price of everything that we're doing for you that you got to have done because unless you're going to take that advance that we gave you and pay for everyone and everything else, we are going to get our money back. And let's do one better. The contract that you signed automatically allowed us to do this. You couldn't get the money without signing that contract under these terms, which keep you in that endless loop. You know what I'm saying? Then someone will take out a second, like a second mortgage, a second upfront money, and they dig deeper and deeper. Right. right. <laughs> you hit it right on the nose, them beasts. It's, it's like taking out a damn second mortgage to pay for another mortgage you could never afford any other way. Yeah. Now, the second mortgage is, is even higher inflation <laughs> on it and a shorter time frame to pay it. Mm-hmm. And every time the time frame gets shorter, more money and interest to school. You working for them. You want up a slave to, not there working for them, a slave to them. There you go. Because now we need now we put demands on you, Craig, which becomes I need the next fifteen albums in case you die. I'll yep. do now so I can get my money back from the money we give you. Yes, you're entitled to these oh. awards and performing awards. We can't stop none of that. But when it comes to sales, mechanicals, publishing, and things of that nature, you need all that, bro. <laughs> so our situation, which is the thing that I'm showing you guys now, and the only reason why I showed you then was to show you an example in comparison to Distro Kid, who was charging uh, indie artists $20 per year to put up unlimited albums. But you got to pay each and every year to keep your music up. That's the perpetuity. Okay. So what happens with that? They know that when you market and you promote, you can't start a marketing campaign that's going to be forever because Google cashed everything. Your name is going to be there. And then the music don't be available for people when they want it. That's the number one thing. Yeah. The other aspect of it is, is, is exactly with beat stars, the same thing. So, or excuse me, if you want your music on YouTube and you want us to collect it on, because we're going to put it on YouTube automatically, right? <laughs> That's that catch. We're going to put it on YouTube automatically. And we're going to collect the royalties. Can't stop that. But if you want to collect the royalties, we now need more money from you to be able to do that. Yeah. Pay to get your money. Pay to get your money. Or I'll do one better. Let me do your favor. Pay me twenty nine ninety nine to have this <laughs> album or this song on here for indefinitely. Yeah. And that's to be done anyway. Hold on. However, there are stipulations. Because if for some reason I feel like you're making too much money too fast and you're getting too many streams too quickly, I can tell you, goddammit, you got unusual activity uh, your music. Uh, yeah, yeah. And now we're not going to have to pay you for anything. Yeah, I remember you talking about that in a video. Yeah. I remember yeah. you talking yeah. about that. So yeah. we are now going to hold all the orders. <laughs> and we're going to get that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's do one better. You can't collect mechanicals from them. Wow, you on lock. <laughs> Spotify don't pay royalties. I mean, it's all mechanicals. Mm-hmm. You got to go through Harry Fox. You got to have a, a either you got to have someone collecting your neighboring rights or publishing company. Your money is in the, the mechanicals because you make more money off of mechanicals. Yeah. But every time it's streamed, you have that mechanical weight that you're collecting. Yeah. You see, so 
it's it's a game. The point that I'm making though is with with companies like uh Beatstar Greg, you know, until until y'all say, Hey, as producers, we need more from you, I'm gonna give you a portion of my money. Well, but they don't they, they don't even offer protections. Like for example, if you sample something, uh and some, uh, if you sample uh, an Elton John song, hey, you're fading out, great. You're skipping and fading out, great. You, you even though they get 30, oh, sorry, they uh, they don't. Oh, he done. Are you That's done? That's right. <laughs> You sound like a, you sound like a, uh, a robot. <laughs> that's, that's a rap, right? You sound like T Pain. Yeah, <laughs> you got auto tune on there. <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's done. Let's 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 do this again, man. Let's 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 same people, same time tomorrow, man. If y'all if y'all got time. Yeah. Uh, two yeah. o'clock tomorrow. I gotta take my wife to the doctor's, but I might be able to chime chime in with headphones or whatever on my phone. Okay. I had a hard time getting on my computer today. That's why I wasn't too too much active. But I got a lot of stuff going on here. But yeah, yeah, we, we need to do this again, man. And and for you, SG, I know I've been in my age for a minute, but I had a lot going on. You know, wifey took sick and a lot. Oh, sorry, so we'll talk about it. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Look forward to hearing y'all, man. Yes, yes, I'll yes. be in the studio tomorrow, so I won't be driving all day. That's what's up. That's what's Great up. Great <laughs> August, man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you yes, so sir. much for continuing tuning in, man, and, and partaking in this, man. And um, I'm going to see how I can make this available. But worst case scenario, what I'll do is I'll take uh, snippets of this and just put it online and under a certain title I think it fits for, for okay. all of us. If y'all, none of y'all mind. Oh, yeah, man. Cool. Okay. All right, family. Y'all know what it is, man. Peace and blessings. Y'all make sure y'all keep this thing up. And if y'all got some more topics and subjects that y'all want to talk about, let me know. Okay. All right, man. All right, family. Peace and blessings. All right, peace.